and welcome back to the Prism Podcast. My name is Sydney Lish, but you can call me Sid. After five years of mentoring thousands of people as a wellness entrepreneur, I figured it was time to create a one-stop shop for you to find all things business advice, health and wellness, success principles, creating legacy income, tangible tips, motivation, and more. The Prism Podcast captures a full spectrum of all the information you need to actualize your excellence. So let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Prism Podcast where I talk full spectrum about business, beauty, body, health and wellness, personal development, all of the things. I am so excited for this week's episode. So I did something a little bit crazy back in February. I had just come out of an event, our corporate company event. I went to New York, very last minute, and I read a book while I was in New York. The book was called Digital Minimalism, and it was by Cal Newport. And if you guys haven't read Cal Newport's books, he, he talks so much about social media and deep work and focus and all of these concepts that I believe are really escaping um, our reality as far as what we're able to focus on due to social media being such a distracted world, right? The news being so distracting. We have so many things distracting us on a daily basis. And I found myself, I'm just going to be really transparent here, as I always am, I was so distracted. I felt like my brain couldn't focus on just one thing. I felt like I wasn't able to just sit down and do something for a sustained period of time without grabbing my phone. And as I just said that, I threw my phone across the room because I was like, all right, it needs to get away from me. (laughs) And I started to get really frustrated. I was like, is there something wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? And I started to really do some research and I came across Cal Newport quite a while ago. I had read his book, Deep Work, but I didn't think I needed to read his digital minimalism book. I was like, I build my business on social media. There's no way I can take time off of social media to do a, a social media detox. There's just no way. However, I had a really good friend who recommended the book so highly And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get the book. I'm going to read it. And then I'll see what I want to do from there. And you guys, I got this book. I stayed up all night. I read the book in one day and one night. It was such an amazing book. So if you at least want to grab the book and read it or listen to it, I'm sure there's, you know, um, an audio book available for you or something like that. But I highly recommend grabbing the book for yourself and reading it. And once I read it, the concept of this book is to essentially um, not just get rid of social media for 30 days. And first of all, when I read that, I was like, there's no way. (laughs) There's no way in hell I am going to delete their social media for 30 days. There's just no way. And what this book, the concept of it is, it's not about deleting social media. It's about reestablishing your relationship with social media and not just social media, but technology in general. And there's so many great parts of this book. I don't want to give it all away, but it's such a great user guide. And it's something that now that I've done it, I'm going to share my experience with it. Um, But now that I've done it, it's going to be something that I really prioritize every single year to do a 30-day sprint basically of no social media. And I really believe that, that the number one productivity hack in 2022 is rest and recovery. (laughs) After reading this book and after doing 30 days with no social media, 
I came to realize how much better I feel when I actually prioritize my rest and recovery. Because I know for the first four years of my business, I barely rested. I never took time off. If I did, I was scrolling social media during the day. I never let my brain just fully turn off. And what I found after 30 days without social media, I learned a lot of things. But what rest and recovery really allows us to do, especially in the entrepreneurial space, is it, it gives us space to think and it gives us space to be creative. And we, if we are always tuned in, always plugged in and literally like on call to our business 24 seven, we're never going to allow that space and that openness in our brain to create, to think of new ideas. It's, I mean, I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but since social media, like progressively, I've felt less and less creative because I'm constantly consuming other people's ideas. So again, if you're not going to do a social media detox for 30 days, first of all, let me tell you this. I ran my business for 30 days and because of the way I approached it, it was honestly pretty simple and I didn't lose out on anything, I think. Instead, I think it helped me gain so much perspective. So if 30 days for you after you read this book is like a no-go, try it for a day. Try it for a weekend. Maybe it's one day a week where you literally have your phone off in another room. And I know it can be challenging. It's still challenging for me. But when I do that once a week or once a month where I take a weekend off my phone, I come back with so much more energy, so much more aliveness within my body and in my mind. So set a time limit for a a certain amount of time or a schedule that you have where you take time off your phone. But I'm going to show you guys how I structured this digital detox in case you're wondering. And again, this can apply to any amount of time, okay? But it's really to help you gain clarity, gain creativity, and allow your brain to actually rest so that you can fully show up for your team and you can fully show up for your audience, and you can fully show up for the people around you. I think it's so important. So how I structured this social media detox was, first of all, I deleted all of my social media channels. I deleted Instagram. I deleted Facebook. I deleted LinkedIn, which I don't spend a lot of time on anyways. But then I took it a step further, and I really decided to delete any incoming input of information. Because what I know about myself is I love learning. And when I'm always consuming other people's ideas, it jades me from what my message is. So I deleted Audible. I deleted podcast app. I deleted, and this one was the hardest for me, YouTube off of my phone. I deleted, turned off all notifications. And for the next month, I set rules in place. And the book talks and walks you through exactly what, you know, what rules, some suggested rules, um, and, and basically, it comes down to don't check social media for 30 days. For me, I made a few rules. One of them was I'm not going to just text people back to have an ongoing conversation with them. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, if people text me, I'm going to try and schedule a call with them or call them right away. If someone texts me and complains, I'm just not responding because that's draining my energy. And what this allowed me to do is it really allowed me to see how many shallow relationships I had where people were just texting me quick yes or no questions, where instead, if I could call them, there could be so much more clarity in our conversation. And it really allows you to enrich the relationships around you. This one was the biggest one for me, where I told everyone on my team, I was like, hey guys, if you need to get a hold of me this month, give me a call. 
when people texted me and they're like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, friend. And I hadn't talked to them in months. I was like, hey, 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 how's it going? Um, if you want to chat, give me a call. I set my office hours in my brain. It was like, hey, call me any day after five. I'll pick up the phone and we can connect. And what that did is it showed me who was really committed to being in relationship with me and vice versa versus using social media to be a shallow channel to stay in touch with people. He even talks about it in the book, Cal Newport does, about liking and commenting on people's posts and what it psychologically does. And what it does, it's a lot of things, first of all. If you've ever watched The Social, Social Dilemma on Netflix, you're going to be mind blown what it does. But what he talks about is it creates these shallow relationships where we feel like we are staying in touch or supporting people by simply liking or commenting on their photos, where really that's such fallacy. That is the shallowest version of a relationship where if someone has a baby, we say, congratulations, but we don't even know this person. We've never really talked to them. And we feel like that's a way of staying connected with people where really if a person is, is important enough to me where I want to congratulate them on a baby, I shouldn't need Facebook to notify me. I should first of all know they're even pregnant where usually a lot of the times where I find out someone is having a baby is because I see it on Facebook. And if I don't know outside of that, then those people really, I don't have a strong relationship with them. So it allowed me the space to be able to strengthen the relationships in my life and to be able to kind of slough off the people who I don't care enough about or don't care enough about me to do anything more than just like or comment on a post. So it really allowed me to strengthen some key relationships in my life and make those really deep connections with people. Another thing it did for me was it allowed me to have so much more time. When I deleted social media, I was checking my screen time. And if you guys don't have yours on on your phone, I highly recommend turning it on. It is disgusting to see how much screen time we're actually have on our phone. And for me, I was because I work from my phone mostly and I'm traveling a lot. It was up to sometimes eight hours a day that I was spending on my phone. And I'm pretty sure my waking hours are not even that much longer than that, <laughs> right? I'm up for like 12 to 14 hours a day and eight of those were being spent on social media or on, on my screen in some way, shape or form. And that disgusted me. And so what I realized was I, I, I got this app on my phone. It's called Off Screen. And I kept that off screen to under 100 pickups of my phone a day and under three hours a day because I was still going to be on my phone to like do some work and call some people. And there were certain things that I was going to have to do on my phone. But what I realized when I turned that app on was how many times I picked up my phone per day. And the average time that I would use my phone was about 16 to 30 seconds. It's such a reactive, impulsive thing that we, the relationship that we have with our phone. But I realized how much extra time I had. You guys, during this time, I read somewhere upward of 20 books in that month. I took cooking classes. I started learning Italian. I strengthened relationships in my life. I traveled more. I made stronger and more immediate decisions. I actually grew in my business in a lot of ways because I was strengthening relationships with key business partners. So set your rules. Once you delete your social media and you decide how many days you're going to do it, you set your rules. And those rules really guide you throughout the month. And those rules can really look however you want them to look. Okay, and then after this, at the end of the 30 days, first of all, I learned, again, so much 
But the most important part of this that I found is the reintegration step. So asking yourself questions at the end of this 30 days or even at the beginning of the 30 days, like what do I want my relationship with social media and technology to look like moving forward? Is this app that I'm using actually necessary or is it something that actually isn't benefiting me and it's costing me more than it's paying me out? Right. And so what I started to do was I started to look at my relationship, especially with podcasts, YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. And I thought, okay, what ways can I tweak these relationships? So instead of me going onto social media and getting in the scroll hole, my goal on social media now is to create before I consume. So I go in in the morning, I download the app because I try and undownload it or delete it off my phone at the end of every day if I can or throughout the day as much as I can. It doesn't take that long, but it causes a lot of resistance, so we don't want to re-download the apps. And so I I deleted all the apps, I did the 30 days, and my reintegration was really special because I realized what I was going to commit to was getting on social media and just posting my piece of content. So I feel like, okay, weight has been lifted off of me. Now I can create and then I can get off social media. And then what I decided to do was I decided to take two times throughout the day, excuse me, two times throughout the day and post groups of stories. So instead of being on social media and documenting things all day, the only reason I'm going to get on social media is to record something which I can easily just do on my camera app if I delete the app. And I can record things throughout the day that I want to post and two different time slots throughout the day that's scheduled in my calendar at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., I can go in and I can upload all of that content. And for me, that really took the mental pressure off of like, I have to be up to date with everything all the time. So that was one of my reintegration techniques. So I really, I download the app in the morning after my morning routine. I upload my posts that I plan out on Sundays. I upload some of the the stories that I need to upload, maybe do a little update in the morning. And then I really delete social media, I get off. If I'm doing reach outs, if you're network marketing or you build your business online, do your your reach outs, set a timer for 30 minutes or an hour, do your reach outs, do your follow-ups, and then get off the app, delete the app, and then come back on at night. And if you have anything else to upload, if you have any other updates, if you wanna respond to messages and comments, you can do that in less than eight hours a day. You can do that in a solid 20 to 30 minutes. So reestablishing your relationship with social media. Again, with podcasts and YouTube, I unsubscribed from everything and everyone. I was like, okay, I'm gonna unsubscribe from everyone I'm subscribed to, and I'm gonna see who I actually think on a daily basis, oh man, I really wanna listen to them. Because instead of just getting fed all of these podcasts that I feel obligated to listen to, now I have a curated feed only of the people that I really want to listen to and get served their information. And I limit it to a couple times a week that I'm consuming this information just to keep my brain in the game, keep getting, you know, fresh ideas. But I found that much more idea comes to me in my silence and without hearing things from other people. That's really where my wisdom comes in. So again, I'm not listening to a bunch of things that are cluttering my brain. When I'm going on a walk, I'm in silence now. And I feel like I can think clearly. I feel like the cobwebs are like getting swept out of my brain. 
So setting the new integration after you delete social media, you do whatever extent you want to do. You set your rules for the social media detox, whatever you want it to be. Push yourself a little bit here. And then reintegration. How often am I going to be taking off social media? What is the new relationship I have with social media? How can I use it as a tool versus me being the tool and it using me? Right. So this is the simplicity of the digital detox. But what I can tell you is it'll benefit you guys, even if it's just 24 hours, maybe a week and you just take one full day off, it will clear up so much mental space for you. And I really think again today in 2022, it is the superpower for people to be able to focus, to be able to eliminate distractions, to be able to stay motivated on their vision versus getting distracted by this crazy distracted world. This is the productivity hack that no one talks about because we think productivity means to do, 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 do. But sometimes the productivity just means to release and sit with yourself and be creative. That's what we're designed to do is to create. We're not des designed to consume all the time. And what I will say is there were times in the middle of this detox, you guys, I was in pain. I was like seething. I'm like, what do I do with my time? I'm so bored. I learned to love boredom. I learned to love leisure. And I learned to be productive in the time that I wanted to work. And the rest of the time, I filled it with intentional leisurely activities. That's the key. Find things that you love to do again. I started to draw again. I started to create again. I started to sketch again. I started to do so many fun things that I haven't been doing because I've been so focused on producing and productivity. When actually I wasn't being productive, I was being busy. I was being busy. So I hope that you decide to do a social media detox regularly. And he talks about this again in Deep Work and Digital Minimalism. I really recommend picking up Cal Newport's reads. All of them are really great. I've read all of his books. He has a podcast as well. Um, but he just has such great information for focusing in a non-distracted world. And he really lives what he says because he's never had a social media platform. It's pretty crazy to hear. And he's built a really strong name for himself. But I highly recommend integrating this in on a yearly basis or on a quarterly basis for a weekend or on a weekly basis for a day a week. Integrating in this productivity hack and just see when you quiet your mind, what happens. So I hope this was valuable for all of you. Thank you so much for listening. I want to hear from all of you what you're planning on doing for a social media detox. If you're going to do one, I'm going to be doing them every single week, one day a week, and really just focusing on creation, collaborative efforts with the people that matter the most to me and really just clearing out the mental clutter. So I am so excited to have you guys tuning into this podcast every single week. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Prism podcast episode this week. It means so much that you got to the end of this episode. I want to acknowledge you for tuning in to grow yourself every single week. So if you loved this episode, leave a rating and a review. Please subscribe so that I know that you're loving this content and I will see you next week.